Hi, you're listening to Making Way. This is our podcast. My name is Karina. And my name is Sam. And we're going to have some authentic talks about spirituality, relationships, uh, maybe some beliefs, and how we journey through life and the ups and downs of things that come our way. So enjoy, subscribe, and find us on social media. Hello again. Here we are on a Saturday afternoon. Uh, we've, Hello. Yeah, we've just finished off with lunch and everything like that and decided that we just wanted to involve you a little bit in, I guess, the way that we converse and, and Our talk. journey as well. Yeah, our you journey. Know, just sharing with you some more of our relationship bits and bobs. Yes. And so, yeah, we just wanted to talk today about something that is very close to our heart and something that... Um, we, especially I, have had probably the biggest struggle with in coming to uh, a real good understanding of truth and also um, coming to a point of getting it right in our relationship so that we can function and enjoy functioning together as husband, wife, ministers, mum, dad, parents, lovers, what, whatever it might be. So... Yeah, we're just we're actually really excited about this particular topic, um, and we are doing this all unscripted. We really want to invite you into the our discussion and our heart, and we hope that you can hear the, I guess, the depth of passion that we have about this particular topic and and the hours that we've already invested yeah, into exactly. um, communicating about this. Um, also, thank you so much for receiving the podcasts that we have done already so well. Really appreciate yeah, your definitely. feedback and really appreciate, um, you know, your some of your stories and little comments and letting us into your journey as well. Yeah, thank definitely. you for take uh, for, um, you know, treating our story with respect. Um, it's not easy to share so openly. That's true. In one sense. In another sense, because, you know, people can misuse that information. But in another sense, it's quite... Um, we freeing know, as well. Yeah, it is quite freeing. And knowing that it um, reaches your hearts and that it helps you on your journey makes it all worth it. So please keep your feedback coming. Yeah. Subscribe. We really appreciate it. In fact... Some of the questions that I have been getting and do get, um, have been getting for the last 10 years probably via Facebook or Instagram is that, um, you know, women in ministry question, mm -hmm. um, husband and wife roles and that sort of thing. And, um, you know, we don't, this is not a teaching channel, you know, we're just, we're approaching this all more, a lot more philosophical, I suppose. Yeah. However, we do um, do have a understanding of the Bible. Mm -hmm. It might not be your understanding. It might be you know whatever it is. Our it's the understanding yeah. that we have, and we have invested both time and effort into understanding it from a scriptural point of view and from a spiritual point of view as well. And I guess also from a practical point of view, That's from right. working out our relationship together. That's right, and so. Um, yeah, it would be good to share, a, you know, what we can do here is share a bit of our personal story. This is mm -hmm. not going to be a teaching point, so we're not going to give you five points on how to do it. Yeah, It's more like um, we're sharing how we've walked and maybe there are bits and bobs that you can take from that. Yeah, for sure. 
So I guess I wanted to start by by saying that the whole issue of gender and um, women in ministry, but I think the biggest thing that I found was the gender roles within marriage, and then the from that perspective how the ministry side of things looked from within marriage of husband and wife. It's really quite funny for me because I did, you know, I haven't grown up in a, a Christian home. I mean, we had table prayers and um, there has been an understanding of God um, and of Jesus, I suppose, but there has not been, you know, like, it's not a proper... Typical Christian upbringing, like no. you would describe it. No. Um, so, growing up, I did not want, you know, for me, I come from a dysfunctional ma uh, family in many ways, and I did not want to get married necessarily. Mm. What when, when Jesus came into my life and I had that vision of Jesus. Which is a great story that we can maybe share time. another time. Um, for me, that was love at first sight like really love at first sight, somebody who came and responded to a heartfelt cry mm. and actually showed up in the spirit way, um, in a visual way, like I've never experienced, um, I was sold. Yeah. The love that flooded my heart in that moment, I will not forget. And has marked, it has marked me. Mm -hmm. And for me, it was clear, I'm going to run. I'm going to run with yeah. this man wherever he's going to yeah. take me. With this man, Jesus, not this with man, this man Jesus. Sam. Absolutely, yeah. with mm -hmm. this man, Jesus. And so, you know, that journey took me to Bible school. That journey took me to being an apprentice there. That training uh, uh, journey took me to preach in various places across the UK mm -hmm. and Germany to Poland. I have, you know, it opened doors Yeah. because... It opened doors and it ta he taught me. He took me by the hand and he gave me the words to speak. Yeah. And the, he performed what only God can perform. And mm -hmm. so I'm sold on that. Mm -hmm. I was sold on that. I still am sold on that. Um, and so when, when, I came, when it came to marriage, I remember, um, you know, I've had dreams like for about a year and people were encouraging me in this. And it was really all quite weird. What, well, saying that you were going to get going married? Going to get or, married, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was all quite weird, really. Mm -hmm. So I started thinking about marriage, and I kept thinking, oh, man, how is this going to work? Because in the churches that I've had been, you only ever see a, a woman who's married to a pastor functioning in some way, shape, or form. In So this is the woman in, who has a ministry gift or something like that. Yeah. She's only there as a second maybe well, alongside it, yeah or? when she is married to the main or to the lead pastor okay, or right. to the leader mm -hmm. of the congregation or whatever um that's what i've seen and i and i also saw a lot of women who clearly were called by god but maybe their husbands were called uh, in the marketplace in okay. business and they were not called to the local church congregation as right. such um I felt like they were always on the side somewhere. They weren't really taken in because, you know, like how can you take them in when their husbands... Uh, and It was always... Im I felt sometimes it was implied that the husbands weren't as spiritual 
as them and then somehow the dynamic wasn't right like there's there was something right. fishy about it and so maybe it felt like the woman wasn't spiritual enough because her husband's not spiritual enough and so yeah, therefore there's or that would not cause problems seriously. yeah it was i can't even i just mm -hmm. i just knew it felt fishy right that's all i can tell you because i didn't even go dive that deep what came out of that for me was that deep desire to be with somebody who would see me mm -hmm. as a woman yeah. Full woman, I wanted to be... And boy, did I see her as a full woman, I'm <laughs> telling you. But I also wanted to be seen with all of my gifts. For sure. I wanted to be seen and I wanted to find somebody who would be okay with me being powerful, mm -hmm. with me being vocal, with me being in pursuit, with me wanting to be accomplished. Right. And all those things. And I remember praying about it. And I felt like that God was just going to like, make this work. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and um, yeah. And that was it. it um, you're saying that you wanted somebody who would see you as accomplished and all that sort of thing. Um, Not as accomplished, but with a desire to be accomplished as a spiritual leader. I think that's the thing I was looking for, that somebody as a spiritual leader rather than just being accomplished in life. Yeah. And so, like, when we when we first met, um, how how did you feel it changed once, once we got married? Mm -hmm. Because I think... I think the beautiful thing is that we met exactly how I hoped we would meet. Right. Um, not exactly, but... Um, I, in I, the, this sort of way yeah, yeah. We, I came to your church mm -hmm. I was ministering to the people um, that were there um, you saw me operating in yeah. some way shape or form and I think that was great for me mm -hmm. it was clear that I was in pursuit of making this a vocational yeah. kind of thing and that I had the backing of this wasn't just an idea I've done the training I've done the um, extra training mm -hmm. I've done I've been raised to, yep. I think that's always lovely when people actually open the doors and say, no, you have something on your life, please, this way, yeah, you, you, come on, sure. come on now. And so I've had all that. I wanted the person to be with to recognize that. And, and so ministering in that place, you know, the first conversation we had was me ministering to you. There was yeah. no romance. There was no nothing no. going on there. This was all about something completely different. And so um, I enjoyed I enjoyed our courtship. I enjoyed that there was never an issue. Like even when we talked about, and we clearly talked about it, I think mm -hmm. we only got married so quickly because we we were not 20 anymore. You know, we were the other side of 20. 20. Yeah. yeah, but we were, well, I wasn't 20 years old. You know, that's, that's you, 27. Let's just yes. make that clear. Um, but we were at a different stage in our lives. Yeah. You know, we weren't playing games. And so the conversations were serious at times. Right from the and start. Really. Right from the start. Yeah. Had a lot of fun too. But they were also serious. Mm -hmm. And um, so it kind of put me at ease, to be honest. It put yeah. me so at ease. Um, however. Because you had some red flags, right? Well, even while we were dating? Yeah. 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 And some of them came from you. And some of them came from the leadership that I was under at that time. Mm -hmm. Um, that sounds so strange, but I'm yeah. sure most of the people who are listening to our podcast, they will know what I mean. Mm -hmm. You know, the environment and the church environment that I was in at that time, I always, I just felt like somehow 
um, I was judged differently all of a sudden. Once you were in a relationship? Yeah. Okay. How did you feel ju judged differently? <sighs> it's so difficult to say, but I just... Because it's not like they were nasty you, to you or anything, no, was it? No, do you know what I feel? I felt like everybody was rooting for me. Mm -hmm. I felt everybody was like, no, we, the God, call of God on your life is clear. Mm -hmm. Now, this is what you should be doing. And all of a sudden, you came into my life and I felt like you became the lens through whom I was seen. Right. The, you were the lens. I was judged according to you. I wasn't judged by myself. Mm -hmm. I was judged by who you were spiritually. Uh, in every way, yeah. I was judged by that. And some of that is understandable, mm -hmm. but some of it is not understandable. Do you think that that applies in the same way if a man is viewed as a spiritual, powerful person? No, I don't. Yeah, I in, think... fact, in fact, I felt put down. Where I feel like there is a powerful male um, leader mm -hmm. who marries somebody who, who could be quite meek yes. or even quite even uninterested mm -hmm. in the ministry side of things yeah. and maybe more interested in the marketplace to be, say, a physiotherapist. Mm -hmm. I think there is no qualms with that. Right. That woman will automatically be elevated okay. and esteemed higher. Mm -hmm. But a, a woman leader, I didn't feel that. Mm -hmm. I did not. I felt demoted. Right. Demoted because yes, you're called, and yes, you. I mean, you're. You know, I love your spirituality. I love mm -hmm. your relationship with the Lord, and I love the anointing that is on your life. But for it's a different anointing. Absolutely, yeah. and there is a leadership anointing on my life. Yeah. For church. Mm -hmm. For the mountain religion. Yes. So that is not in the same way on your life. No, definitely not. And that has to be okay. And yeah. I felt like that was not okay. And because you didn't have that same... Um, Let, let's even say gift. function or gift. role gift. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I felt like people were trying to raise you to that same level with me. So that you could then function. That's right. And, it's horrible, isn't and, it? Uh, yeah, and I just thought, but if Jesus has already done that, like, what? I, I didn't get it. But I started to feel that right. even before we got married. Mm -hmm. But I just thought that was the way it was going to go. Yeah. And so then when we got married, because I know, um, I know there, was, there was a lot of things which were sitting in my subconscious that I wasn't even aware of. Mm. But they, they damaged us a yeah. lot. And yeah, it's true. they damaged what what happened. Even when we moved here to Germany, I think there was something that happened um, in me where I tried to come up to Karina's level. I tried to come up to your level and be like you mm -hmm. when I was never meant to be no. like you. Yeah. I think it all has to do with the environment, the charismatic environment, yeah. the Pentecostal environment, the fundamentalist yeah. environment that we both come from mm -hmm. where... It's patriarch. It's the male somehow. Nobody says it. They're not worth more than women. I think nobody would dare say that. And nobody anymore. would even think that they believe that. Yeah, but it is but. still. It's still there. Yeah. It's still. Um, there's issues. Mm -hmm. You know, we we promote couples. Yes. And we promote, but we don't promote a strong woman leader, mm -hmm. while the husband maybe is a strong business owner and I think I think um, I want to clarify that as well because there are some strong female 
ministers within mm-hmm. the world who have a husband who is not involved in ministry. Yeah. But the the ones that I can think of and the ones that probably you're thinking of as well, not many of them, if any, are actually heading a church, heading a local church. They are involved in ministries that are outside the local church. They might minister in a church. They might speak all over the world, but they are not the one who is leading the work of a church where the husband is not sitting in that same equal role necessarily with with anointing or leadership. I think that was very key what you said about leadership. Mm. And I think that's the thing that, that I've seen and I've experienced. And that was where I really, I, I thought, man, I've got to be stronger. I've got to be like Karina. I need to also be powerful. I need to be able to minister in the local church the same way that she mm. does. And it blocked you and it stopped yeah, you. Yeah, it really blocked me. And I think up to the point that we were married, I never thought about it much mm-hmm. because um, I I was just so encouraged by where we, pardon me, where we are in the world, mm-hmm. I would say. What do you mean by where, where we are in the world? Where like? women are able to be everything that they can be. Now, my dad is a military man mm-hmm. and um, we're three, poor man, three girls. Yes. And girly girl here like I'm the girliest of all but I was the one with the leadership gift and Mm -hmm. I was the one with the strategic mind I mean my dad and me he raised me to be a leader he raised me to be strategic Mm -hmm. he raised me to speak up and he did a great job in that way yeah I mean he really and I think even growing up I was daddy's girl in the in the sense that I identified with his gifts Mm -hmm. I didn't identify with my mom's gifts I didn't identify in the way that she communicated. I identified with him yeah. because I had those gifts within me and he saw them and he said, run. So then coming into a church environment as an adult, I I was confronted with that ceiling, so to mm-hmm. speak, that actually that, that, that isn't quite there yet. So you could only go as high as your husband could go. That's right. And so if your husband is not called in the same yeah. way that you are, you're never, ever going to get to yeah. where you could go, should go, yeah. want to go. Add to that, that I'm probably more uh, one of a feeler, of more of a mystic kind mm-hmm. of exper- experiential type. Yeah. I don't read something in the Bible and then get revelation. I get the revelation and then I find it in the Bible. So yeah. then you have already the whole teaching churches. Mm-hmm. It kind of, you have to work so hard to prove that what you say yeah. is in the Bible. And there is nothing wrong with that per se. In fact, I still have that practice to mm-hmm. go deep and dive in. And I, there is a place for that. However, it just creates a very, very strict and tight uh, picture there's a very narrow lane that that, that you can operate in. Could yeah. be operating mm-hmm. in, yeah. And so, yeah, I think we should go probably. Uh, uh, we'll probably have to break this talk yeah, up so. into a couple of talks. Um, yeah, where do we go from here? Maybe we finish this one, mm-hmm. and um, I mean, we've just talked. We haven't, you know. Yeah. Welcome to our conversation. Welcome to Welcome our, to our conversation. conversation. I think I think if we're to, if we're to put this into thirty seconds, and we really need to unpack this in the next couple of seconds, I think we're going to do more than just two. I think we need yeah. to unpack this over over a period of time. I think if if you can take anything from this first from this first part is that we have 
we have confronted within ourselves, um, and certainly I have confronted within myself, a whole lot of um, structures and ways of doing things and ways think that things are accepted, and I had not challenged them. Mm. And what we want to unpack in the next wee bit is how we've actually gone through and how I've gone through dealing with these rigid things that were in my life that stopped proper communication. And also that Karina has experienced a whole lot of um, stopping and blockage and inability to move forward based on how she is viewed through the lens of me. And I'm not unique in this, so uh -huh. that's why we're having these conversations. Yeah. And millennials are already really hungry exactly. for this. So we'll pick it up in the next one. Yeah, excellent. <laughs>